0: Erin is confused because this is the first episode of her podcast. Welcome to the Erin is Confused podcast, a podcast created and hosted by me, Erin McLaughlin. You may know me as one half of the podcast Memes for Teens on iTunes, or you may know me from being one of the most famous YouTubers of all time with my highly subscribed channel, Erin is Confused. When I was 16, I made a Tumblr blog called Erin is Confused and and rolled with that name across everything. I don't know why. I'm still confused about it. Here's what's happening. I realized that I know a lot of really interesting people and I want nothing more than to celebrate them and share them with you. Yes, I'm reading from a piece of paper as you just heard from that. I'm not gonna lie, my friends are great. They're smart, kind, and hilarious. Every podcast I'll be talking to someone I think you'll want to hear and that I want to hear. I'll ask questions, we'll tell stories, and hopefully you'll feel like you're a part of the conversation. What you'll come to learn during this podcast is that I'm an optimist and I believe in the goodness of people. I want to support them and give them an opportunity to inspire others and be honest. You'll also come to learn during this podcast that your host is a straight up pile of goofs and garbage. The last part where I was sincere is probably the only time you'll ever hear me get deep and genuine, but actually we'll see about that. Our first guest is a freaking good one, folks. She's a fierce, funny woman, and every time I'm around here I'm inspired to be the best and funniest version of myself I can be. She was a production assistant on Degrassi, she hosts a stand-up show, and most importantly, she owns a dope-ass Honda Civic. (laughs) These are some... Uh, impeccable credits for someone who graduated from Ryerson for psychology, wouldn't you say? She has over 500 plus connections on li- LinkedIn, which means she's very accepting because she loves hitting accept. Please welcome Alexis Burns to the show. I did not Google search your name at all. No, not at all.
1: I mean, I've never had a website bio, but I think you just wrote it for me.
0: I literally, like an hour ago, I was just like, I'm just going to like Google search Alexis and see what comes up and then just literally write that down. See, that's really impressive
1: because I also share my name with a pro tennis player. So there's always like a slight really? competition yeah, that I have in my head about, you know, who is the most Google searched, and normally it's me. And and that might be from me searching myself, but you know, to to be determined. Have
0: you ever heard of the uh, Bernstein Bears conspiracy theory? And does this apply to your last name as well? No, a a conspiracy theory I've not heard. Really? Yes. So there is a conspiracy theory that, um, so do you remember the Bernstein Bears? Yes. Do you remember it as Bernstein?
1: Uh, well, yes, I, it was, it, it I, I, I I liked to claim that it was Bernstein. Yes. It was
0: Bernstein, but if you look it up online anywhere, anywhere, it's spelt like Bernstein. Okay. So what people think is it's like a switch in the freaking dimensions or something, and that this one thing is a little off, but everyone remembers it as something else. Yeah. When right, when in the present moment, it claims to have always been this one way that no one recalls
1: and there's no conspiracy theories regarding the bears wearing clothes and some of them wearing pants and some of them not wearing pants i feel like the content is probably more questionable than the
0: name i don't know i feel like there was probably just a lot of bear shows that we just can't keep up yeah but all
1: the other bears had names they were just brother bear and sister bear and mama bear
0: was that bernstein bears yeah yeah No, they didn't have names. Do you remember... They had clothes, but no names. Do you remember Bear in the Big Blue House? Um, Where that fucking big-ass bear would talk to the moon?
1: Uh, Let's talk about how many times I sing that exit song to myself (laughs) all the time. And does it make me cry every time? That bear was fucking huge. Yeah, because there was a real person
0: inside that costume. Inside of a bear, but the moon. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> there was a real person inside that moon.
0: It's no? so inspiring to know that, like, if you're a bear, you can own a balcony one day, too. I was about to say, I feel like the property
1: ownership and the, and just, like, all his freeloading friends Does he have a mortgage? Living... How does he have that balcony? Exactly. Like, he has a beautiful home with an attic and, like, all the shit in his attic? Like, come on. Like, he had telescopes like, up there, I'm pretty sure. Like, it was probably handed down throughout the family, yeah. the house, and then he well, got it. And, but then how did he collect all these friends because he had like the mouse friend and the lemur and two otters that uh, as far as i know never left the bathroom
0: yes (laughs) i have two otters in my bathroom that's exciting did that like come with the apartment (laughs) is that in your (laughs) lease yeah i pay like 500 extra a month for them they're assholes fuck i had i wanted to make I wanted the first question right off the gate to be, how has your relationship with your parents affected the person you are today? That's a really good question. I want to point out that this is the first question I'm asking too, because one of my friends know me years ago when we first met. Literally, she is such a spiritual person. The first thing she ever asked me was this question. And wow. I was like, "Whoa, that really sets the tone for the friendship. We're gonna get to Did know everything." Did you pay her? No, because I'm pretty sure someone asked you just that. Came they're billable. Up, no, she just came up to me and she was like, "So, Aaron, like, how's your relationship with your parents led to who you are today?" I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. And I was like, "Oh shit! Do you have a hundred hours for me to cry at you?" <laughs> there you go. Um. <laughs>
1: I mean, I have a very peculiar circumstance where I don't think my parents have actually scarred me that much. Uh, On the positive side, my dad is extraordinarily artistic and probably the fastest, like, wittiest person I know. He's, He's incredibly funny. And my mom is just a powerhouse that doesn't really believe in limits and constantly changes businesses and just succeeds at it naturally yeah she's like, like like that line in legally blonde where they're like she got it to Harvard and she responds like with like like it's hard like that's <laughs> kind of how I would describe my mom. Um, I would definitely say a lot of Jewish guilt has probably surpassed me. And we, my brother and I, were really easy children, but that's only because we guilted ourselves. Like we yeah. were self-guilting, like instead of self-soothing, we were self-guilting.
0: Got you. Yeah.
1: So we really didn't do anything because, like, more than anything, my parents could do to punish us, we would already be doing to ourselves.
0: Was there a lot of like pressure growing up to? Like in the household, to be perfect, to be the perfect child, was there competition between you and your brother?
1: Um no, I mean, I guess there was at the beginning. it was never drawn from my parents, but my brother was gifted. Um, So I always saw him and how well connected he was and how much he achieved. And I guess I kind of always, and my mom actually, we were talking about this the other day because she was like, she was always kind of afraid that I was gonna live in the shadow of my brother. And then she's like, but then you just started like becoming way cooler than him. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, okay, that's fine. But yeah, I I mean, I guess the pressure came from the fact that I had extremely successful grandparents, extremely successful parents, aunts and uncles, and everybody in my family is fairly high achieving. Yeah. Um, But in terms of pressure, again, my parents always just expected me to do the best that I could. Mm -hmm. And they knew kind of what my, you know... I'm trying to like, to, like what my capabilities were, mm-hmm. and so they were just like, if we feel that you're falling short for any reason other than like it's just not for you, like we would be worried about you. Like if you're not actively trying your best at what you love. Yeah. Um, but that was the only expectation.
0: That's so great. It
1: was pretty positive.
0: I'm. I think I'm the same way. Where being an only child, there wasn't any, like you know competition from other people but my parents were always very supportive and they always wanted the best for me and that i know a lot of people who are creative um sometimes they don't get that support from their parents um to pursue being a creative f- freelance individual let's yes. say um but my parents like in every aspect were pretty much like we're here to help if you ever need it do what you love and try to be great at it
1: You know yeah i think the uh the motto was always you know really work hard at what you love and the money will follow um but it was kind of just shocking that my parents never batted an eyelash ever like when i did theater that was fine when i did vocal that was fine yeah when i wanted to audition for comedy school and that that was gonna be my education out of high school fine yeah doing stand-up at 3 a.m in bars (laughs) Finally. <laughs> so I guess their like whole thing was that as long as I was continuously moving and growing and like trying new things, that I was gonna end up somewhere.
0: Love that. Yeah. And how are you now? How are you today? Confused.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the right podcast. I'm on the right podcast. That's on brand. It's totally on brand. That's why that's why I chose those words.
0: Alexis, around. what's your address? <sighs>
1: My personal uh, that changes quite frequently.
0: Um. Don't ask me that. Here's another question I have written down. Do you know where I can buy cocaine?
1: You know what? I wish I was cool enough to say yes. Okay. I feel like I know a lot of people. But at the same time, I'm not cool enough to just, you know, casually ask that question of them. I always wonder how people do that. Because I never I never did drugs through high school. So it was, and I never did drugs through college. Or, uh, yeah, I'm like a comedian that didn't drink or do any drugs. Like, uh, it was very weird. Um, but I always wondered how that conversation happened between people. Yeah.
0: yeah. I've always wondered it myself. How can you be a person who, like, says out loud, you know, like, I would like the drugs. I would like that. Yeah. It's like you you learn your entire life or maybe I guess some people don't that like that's not a good thing.
1: Yeah, cuz I kind of realized very early on I wasn't hot enough to just casually stumble across it in bathrooms.
0: Me. Me. Yeah,
1: so then you really have to find your own way to the drugs. Oh.
0: Yeah, when you're not when you're not fucking smoking hot, you really gotta yeah. put some in, some elbow grease in to get. Yeah, you your, really
1: gotta find the underdog way to the drugs.
0: That is so funny. That is literally so relatable in a weird way. Like you have to inquire. Yeah. yeah. Um what's the most expensive thing you've ever bought? i shop a lot
1: (laughs) i know i shop a lot a lot uh i mean the answer is probably that i drive a vehicle but i don't think that's a fun answer how Um, much was your car (laughs) Uh, uh, how much do you have in your bank account (laughs) you know all questions we can get to what's Uh, your address i need to know (laughs) i uh, let's put it this way i buy a lot of shoes and a lot of clothes, and I like to be a little bougie with it, and yeah. that's only because I like really good quality things. Uh, as I'm pretty sure we've probably and, discussed in and past, and we've talked about this. So yeah, so like if, if I'm buying shoes, I'm probably going to invest, you know, three hundred dollars
0: into a pair of shoes. What's the most expensive shoes you've bought? Would mm, you say I like have, Stork Weitzman or whatever that? I don't have brand any Stork Weitzman. I have a lot of Jeffrey Campbells and those right. can go
1: up to like the $400 range, yeah. I guess. I find though you don't have to spend that much to get that style. Like I was I always talk tell friends when they want to buy Gucci loafers, I'm like buy Sam Edelman loafers because they look the, exactly the that's same. That's literally
0: what you what you said to me. Yeah, and like I say a that to everybody. Ago. Yeah, that I mean like you
1: you don't to look expensive, you don't have to buy the most expensive label, as long as things are cut well, and they fit you properly, and they're timeless pieces, like, you will, I sound like a YouTuber, <laughs> like, you will look at 10 ways this is to look more expensive. This is a timeless
0: piece. <laughs> Do you rather, uh, on a bad day, a dress that's short in the front, long in the back? Do you know what I'm talking about? Sorry, what? <laughs> On a bad day, Alexis. Okay. Would you rather a dress that's short in the front, long in the back, like around the like around the knee area? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? But I like about? one of those stupid that, asymmetrical yeah, dresses? Yeah, yeah, that fucking shit. Would you rather like the short in the back, the short the front, like long in the front? Is this like five years ago?
1: What era are we in?
0: Yes, short in the front, long in the back, or would you rather like a strapless? but you know, it has a lot of elastics around the boob area kind of dress. Like,
1: like a Lizzie McGuire yes. circa two thousand. On a bad day. On a bad day. That's most days. Uh, both options would be hideously unflattering on me, uh,
0: but. Sweetie, they're unflattering on everyone and yeah. you can take that to the bank. But you know what
1: I do going back to the whole, I'm now uh, a beauty YouTuber. I would take the stretchy elastic tube top and pair it with a chic blazer. Something structured Ooh. with a high-waisted jean <gasps> and an ankle boot. <laughs> you know, easy. And Done. It, styled. It, consider yourself styled.
0: I'll, I'll be the first one to say it. I don't think I like ankle boots. But huh. would you consider blundstones to be ankle boots? That's a
1: really good question. I, I say
0: no. Hmm. I mean, they
1: definitely go under the cat. Actually, you know they you know what Blundstones the are? They're, they're actor boots. I've never had a director in my life that wasn't wearing Blundstones while directing.
0: Because they're versatile. Yeah.
1: They are They are a stage actor's shoe. I've never seen a stage actor wear anything else. Yeah. You could, like, fight me on that. Like, no, they're good. Yeah. They're a great shoe.
0: I own Blundstones. Yeah. I'm not afraid to
1: say it. There you go. No, they're a great shoe, and they're very versatile, and they actually, like, for a winter and a fall boot, I don't think they're ugly at all. I think they look great on most people. I think they're a great casual boot. I would I would say they're an ankle boot, because they do go to the ankle. What's
0: your number one fear? My number
1: one fear... Um. Oh, I went there. Wow. Yeah, I did.
0: We're really sinking to that. Um, I guess the obvious one for everybody would be... F- because, like, yeah. here's, here's why I always kind of wanted okay. to do this podcast. I already have an iTunes account under the weekly post, which is my thesis I did. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to transition that because it was just a podcast about me talking about what's happening in the news. I wanted to transition that where it was me talking to people I like. Um, plot twist I like you and because like I said in the intro a lot of people I know are super cool and inspire me and are really great and I just want these people to like be given a chance to talk and tell all these people who are all all these people who are gonna listen to this podcast i'm sure of it um just about who they are and how they've become who they are and you know i just want people to you know be themselves and inspire people
1: that's awesome no i think that's really
0: (laughs) that was the lamest thing
1: i've ever said (laughs) it's awesome. awesome it's my name chad
0: do i own a skateboard it sounds like you just longboarded in here hey
1: that's awesome (laughs) i could feel my herschel backpack like right now we are
0: sitting at the desk right now of a of a colorist who has a skateboard (laughs) longboards it's true and i just got i was like i'm sorry (laughs) it's true it's true we love him um, what's your number
1: one fear? My number one fear. I mean, it, it's, pro- it's it's obviously based out of insecurity, but I think like everybody else, it's probably failure. And not failure in the fact that you are scared of literal failure. Like people fail all the time. Like that's mm-hmm. just, it means you're doing something. <laughs> it, it's, it's completely meaningless. Yeah. But I guess it's that thing of are you ever gonna be in a place where you're satisfied? And I know that answer is not true. And are you ever gonna feel like you lived up to your potential in love and friendship, in your career in your personal life, like whatever it may be. But I will be the first one to say that all of that is complete bullshit. Yeah. Is it still fear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we deal with insecurities every day? Yeah. Do we have bad days where we were tube tops? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Calling it back. <laughs> um, that's great. I love that. Um,
1: well, Because I think it's just, it's, it's, it's bold not to admit that. I feel like not enough people admit that.
0: No, I agree. And I think that's what I really like in people who can be honest, you know? Um, that is something I really look up to cuz like in the past year I'd say I have tried to be very honest with myself and other people and I have in the last year become very enlightened and happy because of it it's amazing um, so I think that's so I think that's why I'm honestly that's just that. totally a thing that has come that this podcast has come from that's amazing um, well, yeah
1: I just think it's important to say because there's so many people you look up to all the time and you think those people have it together. Those people are satisfied. Yeah. Like those people have, you know, some kind of confidence yeah. in the fact that they've like figured their shit out. And that's 90% of the time just not the
0: case. Yeah. I mean like yesterday I was having a pretty bad day and I realized I was like, well, like everyone has bad days. Like this is normal. Like tomorrow's going to be better. Mm-hmm. Um And even because I had this one bad day, tomorrow's going to be even better because I'm going to remember me having a bad day the day before and I'm going to like cherish it more, you know?
1: Yeah, but isn't it weird that we're taught that things should be perfect all the time Mm -hmm. and we should love what we're doing and who we're with all the time?
0: It's like, no, you can question stuff all the time. That's a thing that I think humans don't do enough is... Being like, is this right or is this wrong, or like, am I feeling okay and is is this okay or do I continue with that?
1: Yeah, but also just the understanding that nothing has to be perfect. Like people wrap, like people, people become a mobile with this whole thing of, oh, my next job should be the perfect job mm-hmm. or my next boyfriend should be the perfect boyfriend. Like, no, you just do what you, you want. You do you you live. You, you live. <laughs>
0: You live, we baby. live. I I live. We live for someone who lives. <laughs> we do. We stand a liver. Um, we're about twenty minutes in. I'm gonna wrap this up with a confused round. C-c-c-c-c- confused round. Uh, you're. I just have a couple things here. I'm gonna have you give me a quick answer on all of them, and then we'll fucking wrap it up and put a bow on this fucking baby of a podcast. Love it. Uh, mushrooms. Drugs or vegetables? I just put mushrooms with the question. All these have yeah, questions. I eat them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Last time you've been to a library.
1: Actually, yesterday. I go frequently. Having fun isn't
0: hard. I, I go to the library a lot, too! Yeah. I love the library. I Like, I've stopped buying books. Don't go to Indigo. No. Go to Indigo for the accessories and the scarves and shit. Well, you can but get- But don't go to Indigo for the fucking books. Go to a library. No. It's free. Your library will ship to you for free to your local branch the book you want.
1: That's what I do. And that's how I'm like- I make sure I'm the first person to read the book that comes out. So that way I don't have to worry. About bed bugs or who might have touched it or shit stained it or yeah. anything like that. It's nice.
0: I did put a hold a couple days ago. I put a hold on a book that has 800 holds. So I'm. You'll be waiting a while. I'm looking forward to getting it in four and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll finally, It'll be great. I'll, I'll finally read this fucking <laughs> Sapiens book. We'll where, start a book club four and a half years from now. <laughs> um, is Edgar Allan Poe even good? No. Have you ever owned a white jean jacket?
1: Yes. Oh
0: my god. Is it yellow now? Yes. Um, favorite beauty product? Oh
1: god. Uh, that would be, you know, mascara. I feel mascara is is pretty key.
0: Death row, last meal.
1: (laughs) A bucket of mac and cheese. (laughs) Like a bucket of craft dinner with like 16 hot. Is it no. Is it. Is it wrong that I know this answer better than what my favorite beauty product is? Does that, you does ha- that show who I am as a person?
0: <laughs> you laughed and then you're like, I know my answer right away.
1: Yeah, like I've... I I know this shit. I want sushi. I want burgers. I want a giant rib steak and a bucket of like just like of swimming a kitty-sized swimming pool, no, a full hot tub of just Katie.
0: Uh, which Shrek movie is your favorite? Oh, one wrong answer, folks. Uh, I stand by it. Are you a Jake Pauler? <laughs> Every day. Best advice ever received? Oh,
1: um... God, don't... Don't eat eggs in public. Like, don't, like, eat hard-boiled eggs in front of people. It's always gonna be awkward.
0: <laughs> oh, God, and it stinks so bad. Yeah. It's the worst smell. You have if, to... if you're eating it, then you don't truly smell it, because no. you're tasting it, but it's the worst smell.
1: Yeah. Just uh, just just keep your eggs to yourself at home.
0: Uh you know that fucking uh, hard lotion residue that goes around the top of the bottle, you know, when you when you're using your lotion and the residue gets around oh, the Oh, and you get like a crunchy bottle? bit and yeah. yeah. Um am I imagining that?
1: Not at all. But that also means you're probably messy when you're dispensing your lotion. Like I try actively to make sure that the dispenser is, is relatively cleared but sometimes that's unavoidable
0: love that guys thanks for listening to the first pilot episode the first pilot there's gonna be a bunch of other pilots in the future of the erin is confused podcast we thank you for listening on apple podcasts and google play and all the, all those uh third party providers that our, our podcast is actually on that no one listens from so shout out to PodConnect. love you out there uh i've been aaron i'd like to thank alexis for being the first person on this podcast it's a 25 min, freaking hell of a ride podcast enjoy. and uh, maybe enjoy the traffic enjoy your gym
1: you're listening to this from. <laughs> maybe
0: <laughs> maybe i'll do this next week we'll see what kind of famous celebrity i can get on next week um peace out girl scout i don't have an outro do you have any outro Kiss the microphone Give a big smidge. See you later, sweetie.